0: I'm Alex Shaw.
1: I'm Sharon Shaw. Welcome to School of Everything Else.
0: This is Bad Reviews Against Humanity Volume 4 and we're going back to the source feed for the original show, which is Amazon Movie Reviews, the Twitter feed maintained by Joseph Grabinski, who guested on our show for the third volume. Hello to my co-host Sharon Shaw. Hello. Hello. In the guest chairs tonight from Magic the Gathering podcast, The Mana Pool, we have Jason Chewy Slate. Hello, Jason. Uh, hello. With Chewy is his co-host, Bill Bloodworth. Hello, Bill. Hi, everybody. Hi, Bill. And from Card Advantage and Monday Night Magic, Aaron LeCluse. Hello, Aaron. Hello. Now, we guested on The Mana Pool recently on their 393rd episode, and we talked with them about what it would take to make a good movie ...from the most popular collectible card game in the world. Is that accurate, by the way? Is there a more popular collectible card game?
2: Not only is it the most popular, but it was the first.
0: Yeah, I figured. I figured, yeah. The, 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 the originated, the Tolkien of this one. So fans of our show should listen to that one. Fans of their show, welcome. You are in for a treat. However, before we get into the bad reviews themselves, we're going to kick things off with some more dramatic readings. And because we love you guys so much, we're going to start off with a reading from Fifty Shades of Grey. The new Fifty Shades of Grey, in fact, simply titled Grey. Basically, it's just like, it's some some of the best lines from all the chapters. So from chapters one and two. um, My best. My green car is fuzzy, covered in grey fur and dirt. I want it back, but I can't reach it. I can never reach it. My green car is lost, lost, and I can never play with it again. Was that, is that... Gray speaking, because it's all from his point of view,
1: isn't it? It I is. Paw- uh, that I suspect is from the flashback to when he's like three or four.
0: Oh god! I pour over the executive summary for the hundredth time since I received it two days ago, looking for some sharp, some insight into the enigmatic Miss Anastasia Rose Steele. Mister Gray, his handshake is limp, like his hair. Asshole! Wait up! Not the Christian Gray of Gray Enterprises Holdings. Yeah, that's me. You prick. At last, Taylor has arrived, and I have all my shit. I have Barney's report on his department's graphene tests to read, and I can work in peace.
2: Okay, wait, wait. Uh, This is seriously the the next novel by the same writer?
0: Yep.
3: Yes. Oh, my
2: gosh.
3: And and as I understand it, it's a retelling of the first book. Yes. So we get
0: the fascinating aspects of of that first one but from the point of view of of A Stone Cold Psychopath. Um, by so week, we're you... going to go
4: back to how this should be the American Psycho episode, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm expecting like a... naked people in chainsaws.
0: Sharon, your chapter three. <laughs>
1: okay. This is going to be fun. Uh, this is my favourite tea, she says, and I revise my mental note that it's Twining's English breakfast tea she likes. Nobody likes Twining's of breakfast tea. It's bollocks. It's the most bland English tea that exists.
0: <laughs> but so she, so. Uh,
1: true. All right. <laughs> Her eyes widen. They really are beautiful. The colour of the ocean at Cabo, the bluest of blue Car- seas. Oh. I should take her there. Oh, Cabo. Sorry. Yeah.
0: It's where Americans go on holidays.
1: Oh, OK. Not Skegness. If you analyse no. the colour of the ocean at Skegness, that would really be a <laughs> We go places where
4: know how to spell. Yeah.
0: yeah.
1: <laughs> but why England, I ask her? It's the home of Shakespeare, Austin, the Bronte sisters, Thomas Hardy. I'd like to see the places that inspired those people to write such wonderful books. It's obvious that this is her first love, books. Now, I've seen the Yorkshire Moors that inspired the Bronte sisters to write. You don't want to go there. Just watch American Werewolf in London. That's it.
0: (laughs) Beware the (laughs) moor.
1: Yes, absolutely. She has... Beware
0: the moon, sorry. Sweet
1: Lord, she has a fresh, wholesome fragrance that reminds me of my grandfather's apple orchard.
2: Is is that a euphemism? Uh,
1: I don't Sincerely know if I want it to
4: be or not.
0: This isn't ending well. Hey, you remind me of my grandfather's apple orchard, love.
1: <laughs> what does your grandfather's apple trees, exactly? <laughs> I've got this, she says, disappointment ringing in her clipped tone. She regards me dispassionately and regret flares in my gut. Yeah. Ew. <laughs> He's been eating gummy bears as well. Uh, <laughs> at least it'll pass.
0: Chewy, your chapter four. Uh,
2: <clears throat> All right, I think I'm okay. She's an incurable romantic who loves the English classics, but then so do I for different reasons. I don't have any Jane Austen first editions or Brontes for that matter, but I do have two Thomas Hardys. That's a euphemism. Also, <laughs> <a> euphemism- <laughs> you. <Yeah.
1: laughs> Does he spank off to? Oh, uh,
2: wait, who is the guy? That played Bane, who was in Mad Max?
0: Uh, yes, uh, Tom Hardy. Tom yeah, Hardy. see?
2: I mean, I mean I'd mean, i hit it.
0: I've got hey, a half for two Tom, Tom Hardy. Hardy. <laughs>
2: <clears throat> you sound like the ultimate consumer. Her judgmental retort from the interview comes back to haunt me. Yes, I like to possess things. Things that will rise in value. Like first editions.
0: Mm. What? <clears throat> He, he likes books and he gets she she likes books and he's using that as a way to get to her <sighs>
2: i take one bite of tuna to assuage, assuage. assuage i take one bite of tuna to assuage my hunger then reach for my pen i've chosen a quote a warning i made the correct choice walking away from her not all men are romantic heroes i'll take the word menfolk out she'll understand <laughs>
0: what <laughs> um bill i think you've actually got chapters five and six because they're <coughs> quite short
4: okay I, I feel like i should be doing some kind of voice to these um so let's just pull a voice out of because i i'm not familiar enough with the subject material i'm just going to pretend it's all Alan rickman <laughs> comedy will ensue
1: you are dignifying sure, it way too I much.
0: need to get out of Seattle this weekend. Exactly. This chick <laughs> is all over my junk and I've got to get away.
4: My voice carries cold and sinister and the relative quiet while I struggle to contain my anger. She's oil on my troubled deep dark waters. <laughs>
1: <laughs> See, that actually sounds a little bit Hannibal Lecter, which kind of fits. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
4: That, that could work a little bit. Oh. And you want me to do chapter six? Yep. All right. Apologies for this one. H- am I supposed you to read this you part can, you, or not? You
0: can bleep it if you want, or you can say it if you want. It depends how raw you want to get.
4: Oh well, I mean, you know, given the subject matter, um, <laughs> I have never slept with a woman. I've fucked many, <laughs> but to wake up beside an alluring young woman is a new and stimulating experience. My cock agrees. <laughs> <What>? <laughs>
0: She's nodding. Do you see? Do you see? Oh,
5: boy.
0: And then he shows her a slideshow of it. <laughs> I imagine he has
4: to. Her hair is beautiful, lush, long, thick. I, I wonder what it would be like to braid. <laughs>
1: For uh, all. Get this malod- I, I,
0: I think you, you found the right tone for this, by the way. You found Absolutely. a complete creep voice. Thank you.
4: For all her maladroitness, she
0: oh, has nice. a beautiful
4: neckline.
1: Oh, sweet lord, those two things have nothing to do with each
0: other! <laughs> Is that yeah. wonderful? James got word of the day toilet paper?
1: <laughs>
4: <laughs> a a on blanc would be a good icebreaker. Pulling out a serviceably Fumé. <laughs> I watch Anna peer through the balcony doors at the view. And there she is, disarming once more, surprising me at every turn. My cock concurs.
1: Oh, he has got to stop consulting his cock before he makes any
3: decisions. <laughs> I, I started that, to keep it tally. It? We're only at two <laughs> so far.
4: It's so I've got one line left for you, so here yeah, you go. Okay. go for you. Anastasia watches me with what? trepidation. She's probably never seen an erect penis before.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh god. Yes, because she never took 7th grade biology.
0: <laughs> um if you dare, you'll check 7 and 8.
3: <laughs> Boy,
0: I don't I don't know if I care. Do a voice. Do the voice. The voice.
3: <clears throat> I, I, didn't I don't work. think I can do justice to the creepy voice. I'm just not that creepy.
0: It was bordering on um, uh, Morgan Freeman as well, wasn't it? it, it? Was. So, it? <laughs> yeah, most of the time when I do voices, they
4: start as one and slowly turn into another one. <laughs> and I've just oh accepted that.
3: I thought for sure you were going to say they all slowly turn into Morgan Freeman. Because that if I were funnier.
4: talented at that, I would do way more podcasts. <laughs>
0: Uh, This is true. She will be a joy to train. My cock twitches in agreement.
1: Again with Penis Consulting!
3: Once once again. (laughs) Leon Johnson. (laughs) (laughs) So, do you want me to continue with Chapter 7 here?
1: Yeah.
0: Let's do.
3: Okay. Sorry, no, Morgan Freeman. That was a beautiful piece. Bach? Transcription by Bach, but it's originally an oboe concerto by Alessandro Marcello. Mr. Gray, there's an issue with the Darfur shipment. Oh! (laughs) (laughs) I I think this has become a different book here in Chapter 7.
1: Yes, (laughs) (laughs) I think it has.
3: Picking up my latest read, I Settle on the Sofa. It's a book by two renowned economists who examine why the poor think and behave the way they do.
1: Oh. (laughs)
0: God.
3: Clearly,
4: if the poor had more money, they would consult their
0: cocks before making a
1: figure.
0: Clear the thought of that before becoming peasants.
3: <laughs> oh my god. All right, then chapter eight. There's an executive summary from Frey, the head of my telecom division, about the development of our solar powered tablet, one of my pet projects. It's ambitious, but few of my business ventures matter more than this one, and I'm excited about it. Bringing affordable first-world technology to the third world is something I'm determined to do. God, who thinks for shit out loud?
1: This plan was knocked out of the market by the solar-powered battery pack.
3: I rub my chin as I formulate a plan, and moments later I'm in my closet, retrieving my tie.
4: Was
1: that uh, his plan? If that, that's a good
4: plan, admittedly. Consulting. That's where he keeps <laughs> it.
1: He's no plan. longer consulting the cock. Now he's consulting Hey, he didn't say he
4: wasn't. I,
1: <laughs> I think the so, Could you have
0: also been better. read Chapter 9 as well? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I,
4: I think I've created the theory now that his chin is not actually his chin. And now the. Oh,
1: <laughs> it's a mess. Ma- I rub my chin yes. in inverted commas.
3: Okay. I, I still think that sentence would have been better if you just stopped, at mo- and moments later, I'm in my closet. <laughs> we don't need to go beyond that. <clears throat> just put the ice in the glasses. With my chin, I indicate two glasses. <laughs> it's, a, it's a Chardonnay. Instead of the ones up there. It, it'll be more drinkable with the ice. It's <laughs> everyone. I their it's <laughs> there. Sh- oh, dear.
1: Uh, Mr. Green, <sighs> I take this opportunity to point out that it is not polite to take out one's wee-wee and point at the wine glasses with... <laughs>
0: oh, dinner table, at
4: least.
2: That one, and there's the other one over there. They <laughs> <laughs> are different.
3: Please pass me my sweatpants, she orders, pointing to them. Wow, Miss Steele can be a bossy little thing
2: what fuck
1: off she said she, <laughs> <laughs> she even the said fact that
4: he's asking for his sweatpants supports my theory as to what the chen is <laughs> he's clearly not wearing pants for any
1: of this <laughs> <laughs> doubtful very doubtful
3: all right chapter nine a few minutes pass and once i'm convinced she's gone to bed persuaded by my capital letters i head to my bedroom are, are capital letters yep. also some yes. euphemism? Yes.
2: is that also his penis? It,
3: uh,
1: <laughs> it, it's a capital I, I suppose. I,
3: I think from from, maybe lowercase. Uh, <laughs> and finally, suck me, baby. She sucks my thumb hard. Fuck.
0: <laughs> well, Ew. I now have my clues ringtone. <laughs> 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 Suck me, baby. Chapter
3: 11.
0: Uh, I'm going to go to the uh, Alan Rickman because I like that. Um, It's slightly somewhere between Rickman, Lecter, and Freeman.
4: Just like the Uh, ultimate creeper, who's also uh, still, you know, great to talk about penguins with.
0: I'll leave you with a quote that has always resonated with me, and I'm paraphrasing a Native American saying, Enforced socializing has stretched the limits of my patience, and I need to work off some excess energy, and I need to think some more. What, a Native American said that? (laughs) I forego the Cristal and the Dom Perignon for a Bollinger, mostly because it's the 1999 vintage and chilled, but also because it's pink. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, words douse the fire of my anger. This is chapter 12. The apples fall. They fall on me. I twist and they hit my back. Singing me. What? Singing (laughs) me. (laughs) Okay. Ow! Sick. Ow! But the scent is still there, sweet and crisp. Anna. Oh, Jesus. She looks radiant. My cock agrees and stiffens in greeting. Cavana throws me a question about future-proofing. Uh, now he's become um, what? the guy from uh, Team America World Police. <laughs> Kevin throws me me a question about future-proofing I let him know that we've recently acquired a company that's an innovative dynamic player in fiber optics I don't let him know that I have doubts about the CEO Lucas Woods, he'll be gone anyway I'm definitely firing that idiot no matter what Roz says What would you like to send? Bollinger? La Grande Annie Rose? 1999 Vintage? Yes sir, anything else? What do you mean anything else? Flowers, chocolates, a balloon? A balloon, yes. What sort of a balloon? Well, they have everything. Okay, good idea. See if we can get a helicopter balloon. Yes, sir. And A, a helicopter balloon? What? That is a death trap. <laughs> <laughs> That's
4: also Done it. Both float. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yes, sir. And a message for the card. Ladies, good luck in your new home. Christian Grey. Uh, um, Sharon? It
1: could have been worse. It could have been a penis balloon.
0: Penis. Make sure you get me a penis balloon.
3: My helicopter agrees. <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> I point to it with my balloon. Chapter 13.
1: Okay, chapter 13. Mia proceeds to talk non-stop about Paris, her tiny room, the plumbing, Sacre Coeur, Montmartre. Why would you talk about the plumbing? <laughs> Montmartre,
0: it's Parisians. Exquisite. Because Coffee? she's a deeply boring writer.
1: Coffee, red wine, cheese, fashion shopping. Right, it's like someone asked her to write a list of Parisian tropes, and this She's is what she gave up
0: about with. Paris. She, she talks about long sticks of bread, onions, stripy shirts, riding on bicycles, smoking a Gauloise, and going oh <laughs> going
1: oi, oi, hanging
4: out at the Louvre, hanging out at the Eiffel Tower, hanging out at the Arc de Triomphe, and then back to the Louvre again,
0: <laughs>
1: smoking
4: again. Nothing like else they go, know
0: about. Shrugging. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> Mia, I whisper What did you say, mummy asks And her face is white like chalk Mia, yes, yes, darling boy Mia, her name is Mia
0: uh-huh.
1: Okay Bastille is from the Hard Knocks School of Physical Training, which suits me fine
0: It is damn wrong That Sharon doesn't get to say any of those My Cock Agrees lines He doesn't say it nearly enough
1: No, uh, do you want me to carry on with chapter 14? Yep, keep going Uh, In my closet, I strip off all my clothes and from a drawer pull out my favourite jeans. My DJ's Dom jeans. Uh, Wow. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Okay, that's fair. Everybody has that pair of jeans that they look incredible in, that they always wear. I'd say if they're that awesome, hang them up rather than keep them in a drawer. But hey, poor Elliot. We all look at Elliot, who stops eating mid-chew, mouth stuffed full, Bovine.
4: We've oh. all been there.
2: Poor
1: Elliot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, poor Elliot. That should have been at the end.
4: We Clonking should go
1: too. You, should... <laughs> you have interviews tomorrow. We have to drive her back to her new apartment, and it's nearly 11 o'clock.
0: This is chapter Quinter. 16.
1: Chapter 16. This calls for what did she call them? Shouty capitals. <laughs> My snort is derisive.
0: Yeah, it is.
1: And back to the quotes.
0: Chapter 17?
1: It's been an interesting morning. We I sincerely Boeing... doubt
0: that. <laughs>
1: no. <laughs> we left Boeing Field at 11.30 PST. Stefan is flying with his first officer, Jill Bailey, and we're due to arrive in Georgia at 19.30 EST. Is yeah, his next trick to read the shipping forecast?
0: <laughs> <laughs> you're a to come over, Fran. Um, uh, sorry, Chewy, you're next. <laughs>
2: All right, chapter 18. I break away for air and rationality. Not in a field!
0: (laughs) (laughs) Clearly he's never done it in a field. (laughs) Just over
2: an hour later, I'm winding up my meeting with the field redevelopment authority. Georgia has a great deal to offer, and the team has promised GEH some serious tax incentives. i want to chances? read this
0: book. It sounds fascinating. I saying,
2: what are the chances that has anything to do with anything that's actually happening?
0: Dude, serious tax incentives. Like, with tax incentives like that, I could just die. Um, <laughs> Bill?
2: Oh,
4: I'm still trying to get over the fact that his flight starts PSD and ends in Eastern, and I think that's a remarkably fast plane he has. Yeah, well, she's so done... going
1: back in time. She's done the maths.
4: All right, then. All right. <laughs> My body responds on a primal level, at war with the darkness. Clams, Mr. Grey? Clams, swallows Mr. Grey!
0: <laughs> say it Said the last word again, sorry.
4: She swallows her chagrin. <laughs>
3: but not the clams, it would appear.
0: Uh, clues?
3: <clears throat> okay. What was that? She asks when I finish. Chopin. A Prelude. Opus 28, number 4 in e minor if you're interested we're not
4: <laughs> <laughs> it is better than those fields
3: <laughs> she wears a coquettish smile which addresses my dick directly
1: yes <laughs> no no it
2: doesn't. do that <laughs> Have you never had someone smile and speak directly to your penis, Bill? (laughs) (laughs) I I don't know what they're smiling at.
4: I just know that they're looking down like they're ashamed to be around me. Maybe that's what's happening. Well, yeah. (laughs) Okay. Being tall is awesome, by the way.
3: (laughs) Okay. Mr. Gray, I need some modeling glue. He pauses for a moment. For what sort of model, sir? A model glider. Uh, balsa wood or plastic plastic I have some I'll bring it down now sir I thank him a little stunned that he has modeling glue <laughs>
1: That's he's, good one. He's, he's been sniffing sense. it to relieve the endless boredom <laughs> of working for you Jesus uh,
4: I like to think that this guy, actually, if you were to go upstairs, you would find out that he collects miniatures and stuff, and he's just got one giant room that is a reenactment of all of World War II, with some Warhammer (laughs) things hiding in the middle, just to see if anyone
0: notices. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, This guy's so boring! Who would, like, this is a best-selling book! Who wants to know what this guy has to think about?
2: I glance at the clock. 5.15. Time for a Run! (laughs)
0: <laughs> um, okay, uh, if you do the first two uh, Bill All right For chapter 24 And this is the last one
4: I'll have a croissant, Miss Jones She stirs in surprise And I raise a brow Apricot preserves, she asks, recovering
0: <laughs> i okay, so amazed that he wants to have a pastry Yeah, right
4: yeah. <laughs> your sandwich, Mr. Gray? Chicken and mayonnaise? Um, I stare at her she doesn't get it. Olivia offers an inept apology. I said chicken with mayonnaise. Olivia, it's not that hard. <laughs> My cock <cock-a-quise>. agrees. <laughs> that- it is also not that hard. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and take uh, make home. your own dance sandwich.
3: <laughs> and finally, Ross, just do it, okay? She sighs. Okay. Now can we have our meeting about the Taiwan shipyard proposal? Oh, man. Ah! This book Oh, just please.
1: Please let us have the meeting about the Taiwan shipyard proposal. So uh. this is
4: taken from the book directly, right? Yeah. So in the book, they have multiple <clears throat> people speaking within the same paragraph, too.
1: <laughs> I, oh, I think the, the layout's probably okay.
4: slightly. I, I wouldn't doubt it. I wouldn't doubt it. <laughs> but it's just one of those things where I'm like, I don't even know which horrible voice to use for these characters half the time. So like who's incredible. talking? Oh, and he said dick. Okay, I got it. I know who we're talking about.
3: All right, so the first novel was Fifty Shades of Grey. Mm. And yes. I, I didn't read it. Was it told in a third person perspective or from no, it's uh, all told, first told from, from Anna's from perspective. perspective. All told from Anna's yes. and so all then this the, then, then there it's there was basically telling like but with much more sex. And now we <laughs> have we have Gray, which is told from his perspective, and I can only assume that the next one will be told entirely from his penis's perspective.
0: Nice. <laughs> My if inner there any penis is purring. World, I, I like to think that they're going to no
4: take it in a different direction and just start riffing off like spaghetti Western titles. So it's like 50 Shades of Grey, followed by a few <laughs> a shades a of more. Gray. And then ultimately the good, the bad, and the naughty. Nice.
1: <laughs> now, the next one is going to be written from the perspective of E.L. James's accountant, and it's just 5,000 pages of cash, 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 cash. Once upon a time
0: in Mr. Grey's underpants.
1: I, I actually... can wait until
2: we get to the like the, the far ends of the spinoffs, so where we can hear the story from the point of view of his Dom jeans
5: <laughs>
2: <laughs> That's
4: another I day he's actually... been trapped in this accursed dresser
0: If only I could find out about the Taiwan <laughs> piece of cords
3: <laughs> Today he opened the closet I thought he was going to take me out but no he just went for a tie
1: <laughs> Son of
0: his games again <sighs>
1: I wouldn't um, mind one from the point of view of his chauffeur Taylor, actually. It'd just be like, "Oh, for the love of God, I'm so bored. This job is awful, and I have to listen to him having sex."
0: He buttons me. I bite my fly. Oh fuck!
1: <laughs> God's love is crazy right
5: now. So-
0: Aaron, I've actually got something specifically for you uh, that was, uh, I suppose, semi-requested by. Um, it's it's quite short. It's a lot shorter than the ones we just uh, read there uh okay right uh, it's a it's a book uh it's, it's it's an excerpt from a book probably a better written book than um uh 50 gray it is a a book by chuck tingle uh oh,
3: nice. who
0: uh has written in the past uh, a book named uh pounded in the butt by my own butt which was uh, <laughs> talked about by um by laura kate dale on the jim position so uh yeah if you just want to go ahead and read that first bit And then just, uh,
3: (coughs) okay. All right. So this is the first one.
0: We'll find out out the name of this book after you finished reading.
3: All right. (sighs) The door to my private room opens and my doctor walks in with a clipboard in his hand, causing me to sit up abruptly. Andy, Dr. Torp says, a concerned look plastered across his face. We've got your results. And I ask on the edge of my seat. I have a variety of different illnesses in my family, and a diagnosis of any of them would be devastating. Just give it to me straight, Doc. How sick am I? Dr. Toro shakes his head. Wait, wasn't he Torp just a second ago?
0: Well, he's changing.
3: (laughs) Dr. Toro. All the
0: time. He's a metamorphosizing doctor.
3: (laughs) Dr. Toro shakes his head.
0: This is the best first draft you'll ever read.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Well, you're not sick, actually, he explains. I stare at him blankly. I'm not. A smile of relief slowly begins to creep across my face. Don't get like too a excited, room, do-
0: with do- a doctor. Well, another doctor. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Don't get too excited, Dr. Torp tells me. You're still in a world of trouble. I'm afraid your balls are haunted. <laughs> I freeze, hit suddenly with a wave of utter shock and anxiety. Of all the potential outcomes, I never would have guessed that this feeling within my balls was one of spiritual possession. <laughs> but my doctor is a good one, and I have no other choice but to trust his diagnosis. <sighs> Haunted by who, I ask. who <laughs> <laughs> no, no, that's not what it says here. Ha- Haunted. Well, by then it's who?
0: bad grammar.
3: <laughs> I ask slowly, not exactly sure that I want to hear the answer. Dr. Twerp sits down in a chair across from me. Dr. Twerp?
0: (laughs) Sorry, carry on.
3: Sits down in a chair across from me and shrugs. At this point, we can't say for sure.
0: I think with the shrugging, he must be French. You must do a French accent for Dr. Twerp. Mm.
3: At this point, we can't say for sure. It's too (laughs) early in the hunting to get any real sense of who or what has possessed your balls. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> eventually though the paranormal occurrences will become more and more frequent and you will likely be visited by some kind of apparition this is way better with him being French actually I yeah, agree yeah, totally is. A, a ghost I ask Dr. Torp nods from my balls I continue Dr. Torp nods again Once that happens, you should listen very carefully to what this apparition has to say. A lot of the times, these ball hauntings are caused when a spirit is not yet ready to move on from the material world. They have unfinished business to take care of, and they're not going to leave until they do. It could be anything from delivering a message to a loved one to building a massive art museum. You just don't know.
0: Building an art museum in my balls.
3: <laughs> kick, kick The best place next, for an art museum.
0: <laughs> next passage, and then okay. we will reveal the name of this book.
3: The next passage is, is not as long. It apparently does feature Dr. Torp again, so we will have terrible French accents. Oh, good. I let out a sigh. So you're telling me that I have to drop everything in my life and take care of whatever this ghost needs me to take care of? I'm afraid so, Dr. Torp tells me. Let's just hope that whatever is haunting your balls is reasonable with their request. (laughs) I'm laying in bed that night when the pain starts to flare up again. A throbbing ache from deep within my balls that causes (laughs) me to toss and turn, eventually waking me from my slumber. I sit up in bed. The cool... Santa Monica air floating through the window and tickling my skin with a pleasant freshness. It takes my eyes a moment to adjust to the darkness, but when they do, I jump suddenly, surprised by the appearance of a large, semi-transparent figure standing at the foot of my bed. I immediately recognize him.
0: Right now, for this, I'm gonna have to go ahead and, and send you guys all the uh, the front cover for this. Oh God! So, uh, oh boy! This will reveal the title and the tone of this book in one go. There's so many possibilities.
2: Uh, Clues' accent is killing me here. What, what
4: I'm liking about Clues' accent is that I know it's French, but I keep hearing Rent LAUGHTER and I'm just imagining him dressed like a doctor explaining this to the person.
0: Your <laughs> you balls are haunted, you idiots! You idiot. <laughs> <laughs> we have to get these Bigfoot pirates out of your balls! This Before is where called... you
4: lose your mind!
0: <laughs> Bigfoot Pirates Haunt My balls by Chuck Tingle. <laughs>
2: What worries me is
0: that he recognized the figure instantly. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, well, obviously you're Bigfoot. Why are you a pirate?
3: <laughs> Why does the guy with the gorilla head have an eye patch? Because he's a pirate. Because he's a pirate, I'm... obviously. Okay. Yeah. Oh, so, I... I mean, but he's like, they're
0: not even like, it's not even like a comedy pirate. It's a modern day, like a Somalian pirate.
4: <laughs> I, I think my favorite part of this is that when you see, you know, Bigfoot pirates at the top of it, and then the subtitle is. Haunt My Balls. I'm <laughs> thinking those as two separate things. Foot <laughs> Pirates is the title. And then Haunt well, My Balls is like a suggestion to re- request.
0: The way you read it there, Aaron, I kind of want to buy this for you on Kindle and have you read the whole. Book? <laughs> I mean, I, I would throw an audible credit
3: at listening to Clues read this book. Oh, yeah. Do. Man, that would be.
4: I mean, Ooh. think about the, the font It's going to be 2,000 scintillating
0: words, isn't it?
4: <laughs> Go to your LinkedIn profile and see a book by Chuck Tingle, the great Chuck Tingle yeah. as something that you've read in a French accent
3: as, as narrated by Clues, with exactly two accents, normal voice and an outrageous French accent for Dr. Torp Twerp, Trip I, I don't know <laughs> Dr. Torp
0: If you guys go to uh, Amazon and just check Chuck Tingle's uh, bibliography, such as it is, he's got quite a few fairly impressive books along these same lines.
4: I, I just love the fact that the overall cover for this is, you know, Bigfoot, which has got a gorilla head with an eye patch. But then next to it is like the scrawniest Freddie Mercury ever.
2: I'm sorry, does that say Space Raptor Butt Invasion?
0: It does say Space Raptor Butt Invasion. (laughs)
2: helicopter man pounds dinosaur billionaire ass
1: (laughs) that's the sequel to Uh. (laughs) gray
2: of course the helicopter
0: it all makes sense now the balloon was trying to warn us is it a man who flies a helicopter or a man who is a helicopter Uh, it's got to be a man
1: who is a helicopter
0: or then meets the eye
3: Uh, some of these are listed as being by Doctor Chuck Tingle. Oh, what is he a doctor of? Butts. <laughs> I, <I'm laughs>
2: scary, scary stories to tingle your butt. Seven tales of gay terror. <laughs>
3: <laughs> For only two ninety nine, you can get auto delivered wirelessly to your Kindle right now, dear listener. Something entitled "Angry Man Pounded by the Fear of His Latent Gayness Over a Dinosaur Transitioning into a Unicorn."
4: <laughs> oh God! I want this person to make pop-up books so badly. <laughs>
0: <laughs> they would haunt your dreams. Gay T
1: Rex, G- no possibly your balls.
2: Gay T Rex Law Firm Executive Boner.
0: Oh, one of them oh, was. Uh, good. <laughs> one of them was uh, Professor T Rex teaches me gayness, which is uh, sounds basically like um, Dead Poet Society. It, it just in terms of not 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 for the gay overtones, but for the the inspiration that Professor T Rex would have had on this young executive uh, for, for the rest of his life. Oh, oh T-Rex, my T-Rex. He jumped up on his desk and shouted it.
4: Um, yeah, this is like yeah. the Mario teacher's typing for a new generation.
0: Let's uh... so before,
2: before we transition away, going back to the helicopter question. Before it's
0: we transition cle- into a gay T-Rex. It's,
2: it's clearly a guy who is a helicopter because another of these uh, fabulous books is I'm gay for my living billionaire jet
0: plane. Oh yep, yeah, yep. Yeah. Actually, that makes sense. These are. This, is this serious? Yeah, well, um, it's it's an it's an author who publishes these things in a kind of a jokey way, but is wildly popular as a result. Kind of like that guy who uh, did the uh, Kickstarter for, for um, uh, potato salad. Potato salad, I hated that guy.
3: Hey, can we get uh, this author to write a book about the uh, Taiwan shipyard proposal meetings
2: I think, I think can. <laughs> can we have two Tom Hardy's
1: in that book
0: we can my penis agrees <laughs> <laughs> I don't
1: think your penis can be relied upon
0: <laughs> that's what she, she said, said. <laughs> <sighs> okay For the uninitiated, Bad Reviews Against Humanity combines Cards Against Humanity with some of the best slash worst slash best again most nonsensical user reviews found on Amazon. Now the first time round, there was a competitive element to it as we went round by round and debated which was the best of, you know, like we all read one and we all had to decide who was the best of all of those, allocating points to the funniest duration. Now that may encourage showmanship, but it's fiddly and time consuming. So this time round, it's New Year's and we thought, why pressure ourselves? So we're just going to go round and round the table, hyper-speed, and try to one up each other in our reading performance. Now, bear in mind, a lot of these reviews are sarcastic, but some of them aren't. So, with those ones, we get a little window into the life of confused, angry people, almost always making life worse for themselves by loving terrible movies, or even worse, hating brilliant ones.
2: Oh my god, what the fuck? Okay, (laughs)
0: one star review. One of the greatest movies of all time. One of the greatest movies ever. Which I bought again while we were doing this podcast <laughs> <laughs> just to own the steel book of it. Cause I love this film so much.
2: And okay. So the film doesn't actually matter. It's it's ghostbusters, right? Best film ever.
0: Right. Film totally away. matters.
2: And <laughs> this was left in October of this year. So this is recent. This is not like a review from like 98 and one out of two people found it helpful. Wide screen? Come on, I paid for this, and you can't give me the full screen version.
0: That's the perfect voice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he was robbed of the full screen. Damn it, James. You go to hell. <laughs> <laughs>
1: you go to hell and you die.
0: <laughs> the next one's another 80s classic, but this one gave it four stars at least.
1: <laughs>
2: four stars. My kids thought our car was a gremlin and could replicate and cried.
0: (laughs) Could the car have been a gremlin?
2: I hope it was a gremlin. (laughs) (laughs) This is for the first gremlins movie. You know, the good one.
0: Oh, come on. Two's awesome. Um, Next (laughs) one is uh, a a horror classic from
2: 1978. (laughs) It's a one star review.
0: Entitled This Sucks. <laughs> you have to do it like really, like overreacting at this point. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so it's titled This Sucks.
3: <laughs>
2: this is the worst movie of all time. I rented it once, and let me tell you, I almost tossed my PSP at the wall. It was just way too scary.
0: Was he playing his PSP while watching it, or was he watching it on PSP? Because I mean, that's I mean, an important. He
2: was, he was watching it on UMD, maybe, maybe. Why would you
0: watch this film on UMD? You wouldn't be able to see anything. <laughs> it's, it's Halloween. The first Halloween movie. <laughs> it was on Donald UMD. Pleasant. Donald, Donald
2: Pleasant scared the hell out of me in that movie. And I'm... he
0: rented a, He rented the UMD of Halloween to watch on his PSP. <laughs> I don't even know how that sequence of events occurs. <laughs> <laughs> Who rents out UND? Luckily, this review was from 07, so. back in 2007. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> um, oh, next one is for a film that Sharon and I saw the other weekend. It's actually really awesome.
2: I have still never seen it, which, yeah. which pisses me off, but it's, it's for John Wick. It's one star, and it's. Uh, uh, <laughs> it says this is such a classic review bought it because my wife likes the movie my wife is a cheating witch though <laughs> Okay. I think you
0: may be rating your marriage my wife so had big. some other
2: dick this movie sucks
0: <laughs> my cock agrees
1: <laughs> Oh, uh,
0: you have to uh, read this next one in a very country voice like preferably west country oh my god You British West Country, so (laughs) It's for Jurassic World, so you have to talk like this. I I don't think I can do that.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Two stars. What happened to TWO, the pterodactyl that flew away? (laughs) Hey, you come help me get this pterodactyl started. Get it in. Thank Thank you. you. (laughs) So that's the title and the review. What oh. happened to TWO, the pterodactyl that flew away? Uh,
0: I, I, it was killed. Remember that it one? It went that, to Margaritaville. Uh, <laughs> nice. Uh, next one's another one for Jurassic World, and it's five stars, and it just says
3: DINOSAURS! Which is accurate.
4: That that is actually the entire ad campaign behind that movie. <laughs> that was the. That's why I went to
2: see
0: it. This next one is for um a, a beautiful Italian movie. It's a little bit syrupy, but it's it's set in you know a, an Italian village that then ends up they they end up in a concentration camp, and it's it's so sad and heartbreaking. But it's it's you know it got Oscars, and uh, then uh, Roberto Benini went elsewhere. <clears throat> Um, uh, but it's, it's Life is Beautiful. So it's four reviews by people who just don't have hearts and don't like reading while they're <laughs> watching things.
2: Two stars. Make it in English for English-speaking people. I'm guessing, <laughs> I'm guessing <laughs> this was
0: never going like this movie.
2: <laughs> I'm guessing this would be a very good story if it were in English. <clears throat> One star. Wish the summary had stated it was not spoken in English.
0: The English version, Schindler's List. <laughs> uh. Uh,
2: one star. Not in English. This has English subtitles. And then the review is not, in all caps, in English. Yeah. And then one star. Unable to watch. Uh, yeah, I did not watch it, as it was not in English, and you had to read everything.
5: Yeah.
4: <laughs> well, what are these words across the bottom of <laughs> <laughs>
5: oh um, my god this next one <laughs> <laughs> uh, sorry that stars. girlish
0: laughter you heard there was chewy
5: <laughs> oh I
2: haven't, I haven't read these yet five you stars just
0: go, okay, okay, gonna be a dude bro voice <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh god five stars jacked off non-stop <laughs> <laughs> one out of two people found this review helpful for point break <laughs> wow.
1: god is that the new one or the old one
2: uh, it, uh, is the new one out yet no I think it's,
1: then it's probably be, the old
2: one
0: well yeah. it does probably deserve five stars
4: <laughs> <laughs> is, however many stars you can give it with one hand
0: Yeah. <laughs> this next one's for Saw 4 Which, um,
2: to be fair the, the fourth song would be probably actually did this. One star. <laughs> Avoid this movie. I watched this movie and then my cat died. Was that supposed to happen? <laughs> Six out of thirteen people found it helpful.
1: Oh god.
2: <laughs> I mean saw 4 probably did kill his cat. We're we're not gonna lie.
0: I honestly, I, I can't. Uh, are you able to read this next one? Oh my god! I've been waiting for something like this. Okay. <clears throat> the, <laughs> the oh my god, the review. Is, You've got to say what it's for. What, what what's it reviewing first? But I is it was this the title? The rev- yeah. No no no, 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 just just uh, the, the the show that it's reviewing. It's, that's, that's a reviewing a podcast? Yeah. So wait, am I supposed to tell people what it's reviewing? Yeah, you do, because, I mean, the, the first words will give it away. This is
2: a review for something called School of Movies. I'm not sure I've heard of this.
0: Huh.
2: Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's one of it's a one-star review. It's a one-star review, and the title is Alex Shaw is an Idiot. Correct. I have to point out, I'm happy that it doesn't say Alex Shaw is an idiot. <clears throat> so this person already gets half a point. Whenever he can, he brings up how terrible the prequels, oh God, how terrible the prequels are, usually in relation to CGI, as if it's a fact that they're awful. (laughs) First of all, there were plenty of practical effects in the prequels. I mean, they did have actors actually there, right? Were (laughs) they actors? Well, you know. (laughs)
3: Well, they were practically actors.
0: Liam Neeson was totally that. Yeah. For one of them, <laughs> yeah, and, and he was, uh, you know, the, the, he, he had such a brilliant character. Yeah, he got out. <laughs> <laughs> I'm fucking out of here. Just, just stab me, fellas. You,
2: you just have to be smart enough to notice them. The pre-
0: yeah, I I, you, you know what? People who are not smart enough don't get how brilliant those prequels actually are. You've got to be smart to get them. I get that, and and eventually I might be as smart as this guy. <laughs>
2: Second of all, just because he's a geriatric old fool. Alex, how old are you?
0: Uh, I'm 35, <laughs> and he's correct. I am a geriatric old oldest fool.
2: are ball. I also just turned 35, so I'm glad we're old together here. Just because he's a geriatric old fool with a big nostalgic stick up his butt doesn't mean the prequels aren't good movies to those of us that grew up with them. Oh, so this person's like 12. Go ahead, hate them But don't act as if it's a fact That they're awful That's your misinformed opinion But however It is a fact that I am an idiot <laughs> So he did get one thing right in there Well, yes. you're a geriatric old idiot Yeah,
0: yep. yeah. <laughs> Okay, he, he got three things right in that and, and also that the prequels are so good You have to be super smart to get how good they are <laughs> Because it, all the goodness is hidden very carefully away in subtle places.
1: <laughs> like the end. <clears throat> this is awesome.
0: Yeah, I, I wish I wish I had more of these. Unfortunately, people tend to quite like our show and say nice things about it on yeah, reviews. You've so. got one, right,
4: Chewie? Like, for your show? One, what, a one-star oh. review? Like, when someone wandered in at, like, episode like 203 or some really late episode and complained about the fact that we just talked about going and getting food for the first 20 minutes.
5: <laughs> I don't know. Uh, it was a weird one. <laughs>
2: I have iTunes opening. So shall I continue?
0: Yeah. Go for it. Yeah.
2: <laughs> <clears throat> one star review. Oh God. I'm, I'm not even going to tell you what movie this is. <laughs> one star review. The entire cast is a meeting of the Hollywood communist dot, dot, dot. It was cut off. Okay. The entire cast. Wait, let me get. What's what's the dude's? Let me. I, I can't do Russ Limbaugh. <clears throat> the entire cast is a meeting of the Hollywood Communist Party and one blatant black racist. You couldn't assemble a more anti-American group. I'll pass. Anti-American. Sorry, anti-American. There you go. <laughs> I'll pass. And this is apparently for the Avengers Age Voltron. <laughs> what?
1: <laughs> okay. <laughs>
4: i love when captain america is an anti-american force oh my gosh.
0: Yeah. i'm so american i hate captain america
4: captain america was good back in the 40s but then yeah. he got wrong like america he was all
0: right, was all right in the 50s because then he was captain america comic smasher
4: that's a real he thing was on ice like god that's- tended <laughs>
0: Before they uh, brought him back for, in the Avengers, there was a brief stint where he actually did punch communists. And then they were like, ah, that's a bad idea. Get rid of it. Sensible. Uh, yeah. Uh, you could probably stay with the same guy for this next one.
2: My my computer seems to have just frozen. Luckily, I'm still hearing you guys. Can you hear me? Yes. yes. Yep. Oh, no. I mean,
3: No. <laughs>
0: Yeah, your computer <clears throat> froze, Sonny, because you're a communist. You were
3: badmouth in America. Marco.
0: You're an Avenger sympathizer. <laughs>
3: it
2: gets close. <laughs> One-star review. The title is, George Clooney is like Obama, just full of shit. <laughs> oh, please tell <laughs> me know, that was that, bad. It's Robin. That's the title. The review is, The Left is Gay.
0: Which is, <laughs> again, true. <laughs>
2: hey, I'm
3: left-handed. What? Uh, what is this a review for? A review Tomorrow- is for Tomorrowland, clearly. Obviously. Yeah. Oh, of course. Oh. I'm sorry. How could I...
0: Tomorrowland, that movie that proves that the left is gay and George Clooney is full of shit, just like Obama. <laughs> no, thank you very much. You socialized medicine. <laughs> next one's just disturbing
4: uh yeah it is okay (laughs) i'm not gonna tell you what this is till the end um so one out of five stars had to give a favorable review to revive the foul razor (laughs) however they spell that revive the foul razor all right reading the description i thought i was going to revive a foil razor when in fact i had to give a favorable review to revive the foul razor This is quite a trick. The movie is Groundhog Day.
0: (laughs) This person (laughs) revives the foil razor every day. (sighs) Um, (laughs) (laughs) This next one is a movie, just to make sure that everyone knows. Uh, Okay, should we just say it's Jack Ryan's Shadow Recruit starring Chris Pine? Yep.
4: So, Jack Ryan's Shadow Recruit. Five stars. Awesome. Matt Damon is great.
0: <laughs> was that left by Matt Damon?
4: Matt Damon. It's
0: really left by Ben Affleck.
4: Nice. Affleck. <laughs> <Matt> <laughs> All right, here we go. Um, five stars. Movie was great after watching. I attempted to use Chris Pratt's Raptor. Ellipses. <laughs> yeah. Wait, what could this be? All right. Movie was great after watching. I attempted to use Chris Pratt's raptor mind control skills on my family and it backfired.
0: <laughs> oh, and it backfire. Did you do the bullet point pen thing cuz that's very important to train? <laughs>
4: it's it's a, it's crucial. That's what all those people online are doing. They're not being eaten
2: by your, your family that you know of.
0: This next one's for a movie uh it's a card movie. It's a movie about playing cards. Yeah. It's called Rounders. It stars John Malkovich and Matt David, who is awesome.
4: All right. So, two stars. Too many cards. Correct. We've all been there.
0: We have all been there.
2: Wait, is that the whole thing? Yes.
0: That's it. Too many cards.
2: Oh my God. Have you guys seen Rounders? John Malkovich has the best, worst, racist Russian accent ever.
0: Money. (laughs) It's it's great. I'm John Malkovich.
4: (laughs) Oh man, I love how this next review actually gives me my motivation. Mm. Very directly. All right, so I'm reviewing straight out of Compton. One out of five stars, obscene. I'm an older middle class white standard American prude. This movie is
5: obscene.
0: (laughs) 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 And most likely communist. Um, Maybe uh, it should have
4: gone back into Compton.
0: Uh, the next one's The Imitation Game, which uh, is is actually about uh, Alan Turing, one of the, uh, the I don't think he did he didn't invent the computer, but he certainly uh, I mean, the Turing
4: machine is the basis for what a lot of people think yeah. of as a modern computer.
0: Yeah, he's so. a very important guy, played by Benedict Cumberbatch. A lot of one star reviews here.
4: It's true. All right, so I'm going to do this in the appropriate voice for these comments. So Absolute first, first one star <laughs> review: political gay pride. Great right till they got into the homo part
0: why was this man watching the imitation game <laughs> douglas appleton his name was
4: yeah one out of five stars i was not aware that this movie was about a homosexual so <laughs> <laughs> the that best was, part is the that, way that it crops the title because they didn't yeah. put in their own title so the, the beginning is i was not aware that this movie was about a dot 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 <laughs> and then down to the bottom it just goes homosexual
0: don't leave me haggard bro <laughs> alright
4: this next one's in all bold so yeah you know might want to shout this one all Right. do not watch this is a disgusting homosexual propaganda movie exclamation mark exclamation mark exclamation mark it literally mocks god and promotes perversion exclamation mark exclamation, have- exclamation mark exclamation mark
0: renting that one on UMD tonight <laughs>
4: And finally, one out of five. Through four my
0: peers, Peter Wall did not expect the gay.
4: <laughs> one star. Didn't realize he was gay when I bought the movie.
0: So, yeah. So <laughs> that, well, I mean, it's good because they're helping people like them Yeah, you know, they, to, to educate them.
4: They're sharing a little bit of history.
0: Yeah. I think you're going to need to keep those same voices for the next one. Ooh. <laughs> one of our favorite Disney's, I might add. All right.
4: So, I'll tell you the movie after. All right, so three out of five stars. I hate jazz.
0: Okay, you can probably guess, folks. Is <laughs> the like Cats or something else?
4: I hate jazz. It ruins probably it for me. The animation is lovely and made me happy. However, the <laughs> prince looking a lot like Obama makes me cringe. <laughs>
5: he
0: does. He looks a lot like Obama as a frog. As he
3: does. I, I don't know why, but the image that, that conjured up when he read that sentence was a biopic about Prince with Obama playing the lead role. <laughs> <laughs> with an entirely jazz soundtrack. I would you know, just vote a, for that, <laughs> man. I
1: would watch that.
0: And that I was just I a continuous loop with the bat dance. <laughs> <laughs> so in,
4: in case we didn't somehow make it obvious, it's the princess and the frog. <laughs>
0: Tra- oh, oh this one oh. depressed me. Transformers Age of Extinction. I think we spent an hour and a half to 2 hours on this where I just but talked I've, about I've already so seen
4: how to improve this movie. I can't go back. <laughs> All right, so five stars. Great massage for humans.
0: It is a it is.
4: <laughs> five stars. Burp. <laughs>
0: This basically tells you the sort of person who would give this film five stars.
4: A man named Wilfredo Vega. Sounds legit. <laughs> five stars. Breast movie. Can't argue with that. <laughs> what?
0: They got confused. They thought it was directed by Martin Breast. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, that
4: does happen. I mean, yeah. the explosions are very similar,
0: it's long. Yeah.
4: And finally, oh, five stars. Priorities. I love giant robots hitting each other. Don't we
5: all?
4: <laughs> Don't we all.
0: It, it's Transformers Age of Extinction, y'all. Yeah. So, Not that yeah. you could actually make out the
2: giant robots hitting each other in this particular movie.
0: Yeah, it's just a continuous mess of stuff. <laughs> and a girl's ass. An underage girl's ass. <laughs> yeah, get your ass back in that car, bro. It's my ass. My ass to you turn 18.
4: <laughs> Would that make more sense if I saw the movie? Because without context...
1: Okay, it's exactly the way it sounds. You don't need context.
0: Oh, good. Okay, Okay. I'm going to go with that. This episode ended up being absolutely massive, so I divided it in two, and the second part can be downloaded from our feed as Volume 5 of Bad Reviews Against Humanity. This is Weird Al Yankerback.